Welcome to Courageous Conversations with your host, Richard Dolan, a world-renowned speaker, mentor, and coach to many celebrity icons and global thought leaders. Listen as they share their stories and insights about what it takes to lead a courageous life, from overcoming adversity to living with purpose and meaning. Each guest brings a unique perspective that will leave you feeling empowered and motivated to make positive changes in your own life starting today. What's up? What's up? It's good to see everyone here. No matter where you are in the world, it is a time for a courageous conversation. We're going to get started shortly because, of course, it's draft week in the NBA. And uh, I mean, I couldn't have picked the worst time to ask anybody to come here from the NBA, especially a superstar like this. When you look him up and you start to think to yourself, this person, this individual, this beast is an eight-time NBA All-Star champion. We've got ourselves a situation where this man is a five-times all-time NBA first team, all-NBA second team, two-time all-NBA third team. I mean, never mind the fact that he was a slam dunk champion, McDonald's All-American game. I am delighted among all else, not just to call him an incredible man, a uh, one hell of a father. I mean, this guy has been one heck of a gem to this earth. Every time I've seen him interact with people, every time I've seen him interact with anybody, he is a treat. He is true love. But best of all, he is now a champion. Dwight Howard in the house, folks. Give him a round of applause. What's up, champ? Hello, everyone. How you doing? I'm blessed, man. How are you, sir? I'm doing amazing, man. It's just soaking everything in. Uh, about to get ready to start another season. Uh, so, uh, yeah, man, this is great, man. Hello to everyone that's on the, the call. Uh, thanks for being here. It means so much to me to uh, have an opportunity to speak to you guys. So uh, I'm all smiles today. I'm very happy. Well, you always are. Dwight, you always are. If I, I've caught you in times where you were in a bad mood and you just be smiling ear to ear. Yes. And listen. <laughs> First and foremost, uh, God bless your son. Happy birthday to him. Uh, Thank you. I love that you spent so much time with him. But but first and foremost, as you know, we've got uh, Bron Studio in the house. Uh, there's lots of Bron, what in the y'all? background. Everyone's listening and taking notes. But you've got an entire world here, a very small audience, uh, ranging from Germany to Dubai to Israel to Canada, across America, around the world, just to spend a little bit of time with you. And I know you've only got a little bit because it is an important wow. name for you. Um, but let's just start with this. What does it feel like to be a champ right now for you, big guy? It's crazy because it really hasn't like hit me, hit me. Uh, because there's been so much going on with the pandemic and everything. And, you know, but, you know, once I sit down at home and I think about, you know, 16 years of being in the NBA, chasing the ring, you know, going from teams to teams is, you know, like, man, I, I want this ring so bad. And, you know, to finally have it, it's like, wow, this this really happened. And, you know, it's really a blessing, man, just to see, you know, all the hard work and dedication over the years uh, to, to manifest into a championship. And, you know, it's probably the hardest thing that, you know, I've ever had to accomplish in my life uh, as far as the athlete. Um, but, 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 but as... But as a man and as a friend, and you know, I'm one of your biggest fans and, and I, I mean, I'm just delighted to have you here. And I know no one knows this. It's very cryptic, but there's things going on in the background. This champ here has got an incredible uh, crew behind him that's really working tirelessly to make some really cool magic. So I'm delighted that 
that Dwight were finally here. Just so you know, yes. you know, yes. but, yes. but, but one of the most amazing parts of what has got you here, I mean, is not, is not what you worked on, but what you gave up. I yes. mean, a big part of you occurs in the world of professional sport as you, you sacrifice more than, uh, being in the starting lineup and, and you sacrifice more than the pride or the ego. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about what it took for this Dwight Howard to show up as now the champ and, and to come full circle back to the Lakers right now? What did you really give up? Uh, I had to realize I had to uh, sacrifice everything. Um, and I would say the biggest thing that really helped me see that was actually a movie. And it was the Avengers. You know, I love the Avengers. My favorite character is Thanos. And actually, he was the bad guy in the movie. But to me, he was like the good guy because I saw myself in a lot of the characteristics of Thanos. This big, strong guy, very smart, who had a lot of knowledge and a lot of a lot of strength at anything. And he had to realize that he had to give up himself, give up his ego, his pride to to win and to get what he wanted out of uh, life, which was to get those uh, six stones. And for me, it was like, you know what, Dwight? You know, what are you willing to give up? How much do you love yourself? How much do you love this sport? What are you willing to give to get something? And, you know, I said, you know, I give up everything. And the first time I had an opportunity to win a championship in Orlando, my emotions and my pride got in the way of us winning. And, you know, this time around, I said, I would not allow my emotions and my pride, my ego, who everybody is telling me I am, to get in the way of me winning the championship. And I had to put all that away. And that was the hardest thing I had to do because as a basketball player, you like, man, I want the ball. I want to be the one to shoot at the end of the game. I want to play the most minutes. You know, I want to be the one, you know, that everybody want to see on pictures and you know, on the big screen. But I said, you know what? I'll give all that up. You know, I'll give everything up in order to win. And by me giving everything up, it's like I gained the whole world. And, you know, it's just all about sacrifice. What are you willing to give in order to get something? And for me, it was being Dwight Howard. I had to take Dwight Howard out and be whatever it took for us to win. If that was being on the bench, being the loudest, the biggest cheerleader, if that's being on the floor, making sure I set screens to get everybody's shots and, you know, be that enforcer, fight people, do whatever I can so nobody else has to do it. I'm willing to do it. If I have to sit and talk to the rookies, I have to be in the meetings, whatever the team needed me to be, I was willing to do that because I only had one thing in mind and I was winning the ring. So nothing else mattered. And, uh, it happened. So I'm well, so grateful. You, you got your six stones, my friend, you got your six yeah. stones. And I mean, why I touch on that is because the person you've now become is quite incredible. It, it's almost like you can press reset, not forget for a new path for you. Um, mm -hmm. because you're stronger than ever. You're, you're, you're smarter at the sport than ever. Um, do you feel that with all the sacrifice, um, you're incredibly humble. Uh, you're, you're very observant. You know, you're a God-fearing man. Uh, mm -hmm. We see that. I mean, you're, you're not just a player, but you're a preacher. Um, do you think it's made you a better dad? It has. You know, because it's taught me how to be the right example for my kids. 
you know, and unfortunately, uh, before uh, the bubble happened, uh, my youngest son, his mom passed away. And uh, that was one of the hardest things that I had to deal with, <clears throat> especially, you know, watching, you know, my six-year-old son, you know, be in so much pain, you know, just from seeing his mom pass. And, you know, I'm like, man, what, what do I do? What do I say to him? And I said, you know what? Words won't help right now. It's just my actions. Let me show him how much I love him. And let me show him how much, you know, uh, of a man that I would have to be for him and be the right example. And I was like, man, you know what? You know, I'll do whatever it takes for him. And, you know, he came to the bubble. Uh, and every day it was like, man, my dad, like, he's really committed to being this person so I can have the best life. And, you know, I just always thought, you know, if I hold his hand now at six, when I turn 60, he's going to be holding my hand. So, you know, it's just very, very profound. It is very profound. And I mean, you know, you, you, you all want to be a great dad. And I mean, if you're just tuning in, uh, we're hosting uh, the Dwight Howard. I'm so delighted. Every time I say it, it just gives me goosebumps world champion 2020 NBA world champ uh Dwight so grateful for your time I know you don't have very much left given it's draft day and lots going on thank you but pick up from left off it's amazing that to be a dad who's an incredible athlete and I mean you just walk the street and like you're just you're you're a I mean you're the world heavyweight champion of being an athlete you can be anything just given how you're built right but yeah. but do you find do you find out for you that there's a calm there's a confidence in your game, in your life for the things that are ahead right now, given this huge shift for you? Uh, yes, but at the same time, I just stay, stay, stay humble because in the blink of an eye, everything can change, you know, and I've witnessed it before. Uh, back when I was 15, you know, I had started to get a lot of attention from colleges and, um, girls and all that stuff and i'm like man i'm the man i felt really good i'm like yo man this i've never had this much attention before and i realized like you know at that moment because it was the day where i broke my leg and all of it stopped the college coaches the attention the women everything had just stopped and i'm only 15 but it was the universe and god trying to teach me a lesson stay humble because this can all be taken from me just like that. And I said, you know what? I won't ever allow myself to get too high or too low. I'll always stay balanced and remember my purpose. And it's very hard to do that because it's like, man, who, as a man, who doesn't want this? But I realized I was just fulfilling my flesh. And we're not just fleshly beings. You know, we're spiritual beings, beings as well. And if we just try to feel our flesh, we always lose. And so after that, I was like, I'm never going to allow myself, you know, to be that type of person. Just always remain humble and allow God to do work. And, you know, favor is better than anything. It's better than money. It's better than fame. It's better than glory. Just having the favor of God or the universe on your side it's the best thing in the world. It's the best thing. It'll open doors for you that no man can shut. And so always, 
I always kept it. I love that. I love that. So I know that given the work that Charles and I are doing with you and what, what we've got in store for you and your legacy, I know that if we were to talk about your story, if, if I was asked the question, who is Dwight Howard, NBA player five years ago, it'd be a different response to the question today. So why don't you take a stab at it, my friend? Who is Dwight Howard in your words? You're going to make me uh, tear up. I had to, had to catch myself. Um, I would say loved by God, beloved. That's who I am, a, a child of, of the Most High. And dedicated, humble, and driven, you know, to fulfill my, my earthly purpose. Mm, that's a beautiful thing, man. And you know why I love that you teared up is because for me, it feels as though, and tell me if my intuition's right. And only because for those who are watching, I've known you for a number of years dating back to Houston Rockets. I'm going to get to your NBA career in a moment because we only have a handful of minutes left. But I feel that there has been a massive shift for you in, in personal self-forgiveness, self-acceptance, self-love. Is, is, my is, I, is my spidey senses to my fellow Avenger? Is my spidey nah, senses right. That's why I'm trying not to like really cry while I'm talking because like that's what it is you know it's um really loving yourself I think a lot of us we don't truly love ourselves and for me with you know uh, all the things that have um you know happened over the years I had to learn how to love myself because the world can give you a false sense of reality of who you think you really are. And, you know, I had to learn how to love all over again and love myself. And by doing that, it helped me win a championship. By doing that, he got my son. And uh, I found my wife. So I had to learn how to love myself. Mm, I love that, man. So tell me, as, as, as you now stare down 2020, 2021, a compressed season, fast approaching, uh, what is it that you feel that's driving you now, now that you've got your six stones, now that you've got your ring, right? And you've been able to accomplish what most NBA players always want in the game. What's, what's the new game you want to play with, with on the, the hardwood? I just want to still be that person to do whatever it takes for my team to win. Be, be the, what we call, uh, Michael, the, the, the warring angel, the one that goes before LeBron and AD and, and pave the way, you know, on the battlefield, be that one. So when they roll through, they don't have to worry about nothing. And, you know, so. That's what I want to make sure I am. That warring names are the one that 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 warrior that sets the way for everybody. Like you know, be the example and lead the way. That's now, that's my purpose. Now, speaking of leading the way, why don't you do a quick time check? Some sensitive to your time. How, how much? How many oh, minutes? it's okay. We we good. We good. good. Okay, man, I'm blessed. I appreciate you, man. You know how much I love you. You know how much I love you. Every time I say, I, I appreciate you. I, I, any time I get a chance to strangle you and pin you to the ground, I do. Um, <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep this family rated. But listen, um, with all kidding aside, now, now we talk about the game. How was it for you to have gone full circle and ended up back in L.A., 
where you exited the team, not a champ, with lots of high expectations on you. And I know you went through a bit of a transformation and a, and a self-loving process. Yes, yes. And you delivered on, on maybe not an outspoken promise, but it definitely was an unfulfilled promise of years ago. What was that, what was that like for you to come back full circle back in LA? Well, I think what it did was it, it, uh, showed myself and everybody like what can happen when you forgive, when you let go. Uh, the first time I left LA, I was super upset with how everything ended. You know, I was getting blamed for everything and, you know, it was crazy. It was like, I never wanted to go back to LA. I'm like, man, I hate Kobe. I hate the Lakers. I hate how this happened. I hate how that happened. And I sat home. I said, man, I got to forgive. I got to let go. And I said, you know what? I forgive the Lakers. I forgive the fans. Whatever I felt that they did to me, I probably did it to them. So let me forgive them. Forgive myself. And then a couple of days later, my agent called and said, hey, the Lakers, they want you to come to the team. And I'm like, man, for real? I got goosebumps, bro. And I'm like, I told myself I never play for the Lakers. And then all of a sudden, I'm playing for the Lakers. And I'm like, man, they said me and Kobe had so much beef. And I'm like, I hate Kobe. He messed up my career. Let me forgive him because he didn't do that. That was me. Let me, let me forgive myself. Forgave myself. Next thing you know, me and Kobe. I'm wearing Kobe's every game. I see Kobe on the sidelines. He's happy. I'm like, okay, let me just stay on this path. And uh, good things happen. Man, I tell you, I mean, the reason why, why it's a powerful example of just who you are as a person and why the next best chapter, your legacy is yet to be written is because this is a very, very personal journey that a lot of athletes don't open up. They think oh, yeah. they'll often talk about a broken limb, a torn Achilles, or maybe a disappointment with a contract or a negotiation, but very rare does an athlete or a human being like you in this particular case, open up and say, there was a time that I had to forgive. Is it possible yeah. that, that, that you were angry, you know, through the other years and other teams when you departed? I was, I was, I was very angry. And, um, you know, a lot of people don't know I had two back surgeries and they took about probably about that much of my disc out of my back twice. The first time I came to LA and the second time I came to LA and, you know, I realized it was not the outside. It was the inside. I had to change from within. When your body is in pain, it comes from your spirit being hurt. Your spirit's trying to get your attention. Hey, I need you. Don't forget about me. And my spirit was just calling. Hey, I'm, I'm right here. Please don't forget about me. And once I got my spirit right, and I got my spirit aligned with the most high. Everything started to change. I started to heal up. I haven't had back problems since. Since My back was so bad. When I played in Washington, they had to have a bed for me on the plane that they carried. 
because I could not sit down for longer than 10 minutes. I couldn't tie my shoes before the game. Somebody had to put my socks and shoes on. I cried every day. I had to eat laying down. There was nothing I could do. I was that bad. And I told myself, this is not the end. I'm going to get myself up and I'm going to be a champion. And it wasn't until I was able to, one, forgive myself, repent, and turn away from all my ways that I had. So the championship was kind of like, it was destined for me, but I wasn't going to get there until I gave up who I was in my past. That's big. You know, that's huge. I mean, folks, put some love in the chat room there for world champion Dwight Howard. Let him know that he appreciate his forthcomingness, his authenticity, his just raw love for, for giving back. And I mean, I want you to see that Dwight, because one of the things that's really important for you to get is that, and there's a couple of things I want to give you, you know, first and foremost, it's been said that it's not the weight in life we carry that kills us. It's the way we carry it that does. And there's were a walking, living, leading demonstration of that very fact that, that when it creates a dis-ease, it creates disease. Um, so God bless you for really saying, hold on a second, something is up. I'm going to tune back in so that I don't ever end up blowing out. And, uh, so good for you. I'm really happy to see that. But, but, but with, with this journey, let me ask you, when, when you look and you recognize that there's so many things about you that people have known. I mean, we've seen you in film, we've seen you on screens, we've seen you in commercials, we've bought things and gear that you've sponsored and that you've been sponsored by. Here's the question. What one thing about you that we couldn't possibly Google because we couldn't possibly know that you'd love for people to find out about you? Oh, man. Which, by the way, we won't put on Google quite yet. We'll save that for the film. One thing that people don't know. Ooh, that's really hard. <laughs> a hard one and it's probably yeah, very, so you're, like, you're in. yeah you're so damn transparent i'm transparent like sometimes i think you know in the past i've spoken too much and a lot of times you know since i'm so open you know i leave i leave it up for people's opinions you know i just speak and if you don't know me as a if you don't know me personally you'd be like okay well I guess this is what he means or somebody else will try to explain it. Um, so I, I, I guess I would say I'm s super emotional. <laughs> uh, I'm a cry. I'm a cry. But you want to know why? Because you're, you're always one inch away from just always keeping it real. When a lot of people are pushing it back and trying to avoid making it seem as though they're emotional or activated, you, you, you're just keeping it real. Y'all just get that put in the chat room. Let let him know that he sees. I think that. what it is is being really honest. The hardest thing in life to do uh, is for a lot of people is to be honest and always tell the truth because the truth really hurts. And sometimes, and all the times, the truth will always set you free. But we have heard so many lies our whole life that we don't want to hear the truth because lies feel so good and it's easy to do it. But to tell the truth, that's the hardest thing to do. But once you get that truth out, it's like you don't want nothing but truth. 
And for me personally, you know, growing up, you know, I've been in the spotlight since I was 15 years old. I'm 34 now. And one thing I always wanted from people and everybody is just, just the truth. And I would never get it. I'd be like, man, I will just tell the truth because no matter what, the truth will always outlive a lie. You know, lies have an expected end because it's like flesh. It's like material. It has a beginning and an end, but the truth will always remain. It's like a spirit. Spirits or energy never dies. Well, my experience with you for, for all the time I've known you uh, since back in Houston, I mean, you, you, you are always true to your word. And that's the opposite of really one's integrity. I mean, when you look at integrity, you think of where you give your word and where do you fulfill on your word. And uh, a story real quick that people won't get and uh, come sensitive to the time. And here's a question for you, champ. Um, are you open to getting a question or two from someone in the world that would love to have Anybody. Anybody sure? can ask me questions. Go ahead. All right. All right. Well, I'm just sensitive to the time because I also know that Charles is keeping me on a, on a tight leash and I, and I love Charles. <laughs> How many times do you meditate a day? Oh, uh, do you meditate? I mean, I, day? I would say two times, once in the morning and then once before I go to bed. True. Uh, so when I first get up in the morning, uh, what I do is uh, I, I listen to, I love listening to gospel music um, because it kind of keeps me in, um, keeps me in the right spirit, you know? So uh, our world is based on frequencies and vibrations and our spirits act upon what frequency we're in. I don't know if you ever heard of alpha waves, beta waves, theta waves, delta waves, and all that stuff. But that's kind of like your higher self and your lower self. And before games or before I start my day, I want to end or start my day on those higher frequencies because if I'm vibrating at a higher frequency, I'll be able to hear the most high speak to me. But if I'm vibrating at a lower frequency or a lower level, that's when you have anger, you have emotional issues and stuff like that. So I always try to keep myself at a higher frequency, a higher vibration, uh, because you know, I don't want those bad thoughts or those bad things to seep in my mind and my heart and my head because then they can in turn go out and cause me to do things that I might regret in the future. So I always try to meditate and keep my mind, you know, like they say, uh, the, the mind of Christ. See, the Christ was a message. It was like a message for us, the mind of the most high. It's like a conscience. So if I have that Christ-like mindset on that Christ-like, that Christ-like consciousness, I'm always going to think like Christ and my actions will be the same way. I'm going to pay by going to I one. Love of- it. I love it. I love it. Hey, listen, champ, tell me something, man. Um, we got Vincent Sundar here from uh, Edmonton, Alberta. Go ahead, Vincent. You've got the champ. Awesome. Thanks, Richie. Uh, thanks, Dwight. Uh, yeah, champ 39. Thank got that. It's incredible. A journey took you tw- 25 years and you're persistent. And, and based on everything I've seen, uh, you, had a, you had a quote and you posted it and it was amazing. And I just, you just talked about the joy and you talked about the high and you said, no matter what, smile, never allow anything or anyone to take your joy. Be grateful. Yeah. Life can be challenging at times, but count it all joy. 
And then he said the other one, the joy of the most high is my strength. Now, he said, when you relate that back to um, when you were nine and you started out basketball and you, and was it your mother that got you in? Uh, it was both my parents. They both played. Uh, but I just always wanted to be great. I watched Magic Johnson's uh, workout videos growing up. Uh, and I felt like I had an opportunity to make it to the NBA. And I didn't want to do nothing but play in the NBA. And that was like my whole goal and my passion. And uh, my dad said, if you want to make it to the NBA, you got to sacrifice. And he said, sacrifice your friends, sacrifice going out and having good times and just do the work. And the Bible says, faith without works is dead, which means you can have all the faith in the world. You can have all the belief. But if you don't put in the work and you don't mix those two together, you never fulfill the purpose that the most high has for each and every one of us. That's awesome. So how do you take that and instill it in your kids? Cause you, you got five. Uh, what you yes. Doing? By, by doing the right, being the right example. I think a lot of times we want to say it, you know, but for our kids and their visual learners, they want to see it. They want to see, okay, what did my dad or my mom do to get successful? So for me, it's like, okay, I could keep speaking to them. But they have to see my actions every day, see that my actions and my words actually match up. So now they have the right example to live by. So, um, you know, that's how I, you know, just teach my kids you know, to follow this example. I'm not going to steer you the wrong way. Just follow the example that I'm showing because I got this example from the most high. I love you know, it. He gave me this conscience to just place on you. So, hey, I, I don't mean to interrupt you there, champ, but uh, the reality is I want to make sure I get one more in here before I let you go. And that's uh, Mike Sirocco. He's, uh, he's online here. You're live with Dwight Howard. Go ahead there, uh, C-Rock. What's up, Dwight? I watched you from uh, the beginning, man. And uh, I'm just so impressed with your journey because I've seen the ups and downs that you've gone through. And I, I feel things. When you feel things, when I'm watching on SportsCenter or whatever, you know, it's, we only get the certain view, but I feel it too. And I can just, I get chills thinking about that stuff, man. But uh, I'm big on turning setbacks into rocket fuel for your future. Yes. Then just fuel, not just to get through and survive things, but actually excel. And you've done that. But what is something, one, maybe two things that you use as fuel when you don't feel like getting up or when you don't feel like doing something or when you don't feel like taking that extra step? And thanks for taking my question. Ooh, what do I use to motivate me, basically, huh? Uh... Ooh, I would say I've always wanted to be the greatest version of myself and fulfill my purpose in life. And, you know, when I'm feeling down and out, I just think about all the people that might be watching me. And if I give up, that will give them a right to want to give up as well. And so for me, it's like, never give up no matter how hard it may get never give up it's easy to quit it's real easy to quit but never give up on yourself never give up on yourself because you only get one time around the track we don't repeat we only get one time to live so why give up 
we all have a purpose of why we chose to come to this earth. We're here to fulfill a mission. And when you truly love yourself, you always win. Self-love is really the best love. And you give yourself that love, you will never quit on yourself. And it's the hardest thing to do is to quit. I mean, the easiest thing to do is to quit. But the hardest thing to do is, is say, okay, I love myself, but what am I going to do? What am I going to do if I do quit? What is it going to look like if I quit? How are my family and my friends and people going to take it if I just give up on myself? So I just, I've always told myself, don't give up. Because God has a plan and I want to reach that plan. I want to reach that purpose and I want to fulfill it. Beautiful, man. That, that's, that definitely deserves a mic drop. Hey, champ, listen, I, I promised you that I wouldn't take up too much of your time, but I want to capture a couple of things that you've said and I want to lay out a plan for you. Um, you know, there's, there's amazing things that you've shared so far and it looks as though there's a whole new journey ahead for you. It's almost like we got Dwight Howard 2.0. Riffs. <laughs> this, this is Dwight Howard 2.0. Uh, he is enlightened. He has lightened up. He has corrected all that which is no longer working, and he's made it work for himself. And, you know, aside from the fact of knowing what Thanos meant for you and the six stones, and aside from the fact that you knew that it was time to forgive and not forget, but let go of the things that held you down, it's amazing to see you walk lighter and always be smiling brighter. But there's one difference, and that's this, and that is you're spreading a lot of love. So my final question for you is this, is as we write the next few chapters of your legacy that's still in development and it's still being written and the ink ain't even dry yet, what role does love play in Dwight Howard's next chapter? Love is everything. It's the only thing that lasts forever. The Bible says that God is love. God is also a spirit, which means love is a spirit. And spirits are energy, never dies. What does it do? It only changes form. So when I think about love, it's the only thing that matters. It can get you through anything. It's love. And it always wins in the end. You know, so when you love yourself, when you love other people, when you push out love to the universe, you're going to receive love. And, you know, that's the biggest thing that has kept me going is just love, 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 love. And it's so strong. It's really like the strongest thing ever. It's, the, it's, it's, it's so strong. But that love has kept me. And uh, it's God's love that has kept me going. It's kept giving me so much energy and wanting to push that love back out to the world because the Bible says God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. So throughout all the mess that we've been going through as a, as a, as a world, the universe, the one thing that could all bring us back together is love. 
you know, you're going to teach people not just how to compete in the future, but how to do so with compassion and with courage. I mean, and I hear a player, I actually sense a preacher. When I said that you are leading people into empowerment, it's actually transformation to transcend a different self that ain't about self, but it's about everyone else before self. Yes. And, and then you need to know, and I'm saying this as a friend, is that the greatest achievement I sense in you is not having just won that ring, but to show your son that everything comes your way when you put everyone else before you. And when you become selfless, and I want you to know that that's not going to just raise a champion within him but the greatest version of you within him because of what you just did, because of the courage you, ex you exercise. There's a, so much. There, there's a Sanskrit poem I want to share with you in conclusion, and that's this. It was in Sanskrit, as you may or may not know, is like one of the oldest languages. I don't speak any of it, but it's an ancient language. It's an ancient lexicon. And, um, and there was a beautiful poem that was written, and it captured a father who was on his deathbed. And he had called for his son in his dying moments who wanted to impart some wisdom. And when his son kneeled before his father, the father said to the son, said, son, when you were born, you cried while the world rejoiced. He said, son, live life in such a way. Live life in such a way so that when you die, the world will cry while you rejoice. Oh, wow. Brother, you are going wow. to be one of the greatest champions for the sport. You're going to be a great champion for children and people to find self-forgiveness so they can fall back in love with what's possible on the court, on the rink, in the ring, on a pitch, on a field. Thank That's you. the story within you. Do you sense that in you, my friend? Yes. Does, yes. That excite you? Does that excite you? I love it, man. I love it so much. I, the one thing I've always, you know, wanted to, to do my whole life was be a part of changing the world. And, um, and just do it with love, you know, it's being in the NBA and, you know, being someone who's been in the, the public eye since 15, I've seen so many things. And the one thing that, you know, I wish our world had more of is just simply love. You know, it's been a lot of hate that's been going around and that's what has gotten us in a lot of these bad situations. And that's true. Love does take courage. And it takes heart. It takes, it takes you willing to get out of your own comfort zone to say, you know what? I love myself and I love this person enough that I'm going to change the way I do things. And I, used to, I started telling people this right here. You cannot change the ocean. The ocean's big, but you can change the direction that you sail in the ocean. So. If you want love, sail in the direction of love and people are going to follow. And that's what you want people to follow is, is the right, the right example. And I realized that and I told all my friends, you know what? I'm the example. I can't do what everybody else can do. I can't be that way. I can't act that way. I can't talk a certain way. I have to be the right example. And by being the right example, it's going to make my life better. And the people around me, it's going to make their lives better. So I'm very grateful uh, for everybody who has joined this call today. Uh, it means so much to me. I've had to hold back lots and lots of tears 
Uh, but not tears of sadness, but just kind of like tears of joy, you know, just all the things that, you know, have, have come out of my vessel today. Mm. Uh, it means so much to be able to spread this because this is not me who's speaking. This is the most high who's speaking through me. So I am very grateful for each and every one of you. Um, the most high has restored me. He's restored my energy, my energy. All of us have our energy. We all have God inside of us. And he wants to all, he wants to fill us up. He wants to fill our spirit up with his, his glory. So I'm so thankful for you guys today. Today is a wonderful day. Hug your loved ones, your friends, your family, and just walk in love and watch how the universe will bless you. Thank you guys so much. So Dwight, I'll say two more statements. Number one is in the, in the, in an acknowledgement and a declaration, and then we'll say goodbye. The acknowledgement is that we're here because of this relationship you've got with me. Yes. You have stayed true to our friendship through all yes. the years. And I want you to know that. I mean, it would have been so easy not for us to be here, but we're here because you truly are committed to being a great person and attracting great people. So thank you. Thank you. And you know that. Plus, I'm a pain in the ass for you, but that's all good. It's okay. I love you, mom. <laughs> I love you. But, but the second thing, and here comes a declaration, is my commitment is that we turn you into the champion for what it means to exercise, bring in, and fuse through the harmonization of love, self-forgiveness, and through the discovery of either a higher glory or self-love so that kids, teens, and all those who walk the planet that want to compete with compassion and courage can do so by your lips. Through yes. your example. You in for that game? You in for that game? I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for it, man. I'm, I'm all in. All right, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, for all those who've been joining us, especially from our friends in Hollywood, this has been Dwight Howard, an incredible legend, a future Hall of Famer, a NBA champion, but best of all, the most inspiring human being in professional sport today. Uh, Dwight, I love you. God bless you. Thank you so much for your time and gracing us with your wisdom, your insight, and your vulnerability. I love you. I got you. He's got started, brother. Thank you. I love you guys too. Y'all have a wonderful day, night, wherever you guys at. Be safe. Walk in love. And uh, thank you guys. Be blessed, buddy. Ladies and gentlemen, that's been Dwight Howard calling us from the road. He is such a gracious man, giving us the time. Thanks, champ. Thank um, Great day, you guys. And uh, from my home here in the Bahamas, grateful to be here with you guys from all around the world on behalf of Braun. On behalf of the Creative Directive team, we are going to see much more of Dwight Howard and his team. A special thanks to his right hand, Charles, uh, who I love dearly, and I'm getting to know why uh, Dwight loves him so much too. So from my heart to your ears, from my home into yours, uh, folks, be well, be blessed, and for all that matters to you folks, be incredible, because anything less isn't blessed. All the best, everybody. Bye-bye. Peace and blessings, everyone. Peace and blessings, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, champ. I love you, buddy. Thanks for tuning in to Courageous Conversations with Richard Dolan. We're on all the major podcast platforms, and we appreciate your support by reviewing us. You can follow our show at The Rich World on many social media channels. 
We hope that listeners like yourself enjoyed this episode. And remember to subscribe via Apple Podcasts or whatever other streaming services are available. Because we cannot wait to bring you more valuable content that can make a difference in your life.